Welcome to Flourish, where we explore how to nurture, coach, and inspire the children we love to have their genius bloom. I'm your host, Diane Planadin. I have an exceptionally gifted son, and people have been asking me over the years, over and over again, how did I do it? How did I raise my child in order to draw out his natural talents and gifts? There is no easy answer, no siree, but I do have some insight on what worked and what didn't work. Hence, I wanted to share my knowledge and experience so I could help others. I created this outlet where we could reach a global community with a common interest in raising our children to capture and nourish the gift within them. But I'm only one person, and I believe there are many parents and educators out there who have stories we're sharing that will complement this show. We're going to discuss different stages and experiences that we've all had so we can learn together. What experience have you had that you feel will help others? When you listen to your inner voice, your intuition, when did it make a difference when you've learned something new, the hard way, by experience and hindsight, and it's taught you well? I encourage you to share your stories of breakthroughs and fiascos as we build a strong foundation for the next generation. So summer is coming to a close it's back to school around the corner and I reminisce about vacations on the beach or staycations in the sandbox when you just stay home and enjoy your own backyard. When you just kick back and spend time as a family. When you have a moment to breathe and get to know each other once more. I find that when I slow down, I have more fun. It may take a few hours or it may take a few days, but boy, is it worth it. My mother used to have her own methodology for staycation. With five children running around full tilt at all times, her zen was in the form of a hairdryer. Remember those? <laughs> or have you seen one? It's a full head dryer, like the cone of silence, that you sit under. And today, on my way to record this episode, I was driving down the road and I saw a pickup truck with exactly that in it, but it was like huge lifestyle, one from like a salon or something. I thought, oh, isn't that apropos? Little sidebar. Anyways, we would be in the kitchen and she would have her hairdryer set up, golden locks full of curlers and a cup of coffee nearby. You could hear the light hum of the motor, while air barely made a wisp of sound. Reading a magazine and completely in her zone, if only for a few moments, we ran circles around her. We would run up and go, mom, 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 mom. Bet you heard that before. <laughs> but no, she can't hear a thing. Oh my, and it must be loud, that vast green machine. Of course, years later, we learned that she could hear us. She was just on a mini break during our staycation. That was the exception. Growing up, my parents always made sure we had a little holiday. 
even if it meant boring a tent that would fit all seven of us as we drove eight hours to warm water's edge, all while hoping the bears we fed along the way wouldn't follow us. We would drive through the Rocky Mountains and meet up with other families. The campground always seemed to be just a short jaunt to the beach. We would set up camp and unload the car as if occupied by clowns that never stopped coming out. How my dad ever fit all of our supplies for a week's holiday into his car is a mystery to me to this day. It didn't take long and we were off and running to the water's edge, hoping to find a log to ride on, as back then air mattresses were designed for sleeping on versus designed as flotation devices. So I'm no stranger to the beauty of surf, sun, and sand. I do think I have an ocean's worth of sand up my popo. Yes, it's exactly what you think it is. With my son Nicholas, every summer and every vacation, we made it our mission to get messy and play, especially in the sand. There's something magical about sand. It can be in your backyard, schoolyard, lake, or by the ocean, and it has no limitations on the entertainment value. Add a little water and voila, you can shape it. Add a little seaweed and you can make a mermaid come to life with beautiful flowing hair. Add a few more people and all of a sudden you're making a ginormous turtle or a magical castle with globby trees. All made out of sand. The really cool part is that our magical creations became a tradition. We could hardly wait to get to the beach and dig in. The excitement and anticipation was enough to get the whole family geared up for the day at the beach. We would be camped out there for the entire day. We would get up early and have a nice breakfast so we were full of energy and ready to go. Making scrambled or boiled eggs and a toast is just as easy as pouring a bowl of cereal. Not much time required. A little teamwork and we'd have the table set. Fresh fruit, fresh juice, jams, meats, cheeses, you name it, we ate it. After breakfast, we would pack up our lunch and fill our water bottles so we could picnic at the beach and not miss a moment of action. Depending on what beach we went to would depend on the food. Sometimes there are picnic tables and a place to set up a barbecue or Coleman stove. Sometimes it was just sand with a drink hut or a restaurant with burgers nearby. In most cases, we liked to pack our own food. It was also a lot more flexible. Some sliced cucumber, baby tomatoes, mini carrots. Really easy. An assortment of sandwiches and fruit, preferably something locally grown. Gotta take advantage of the opportunity to eat fresh when you can. Something right off the vine. And lots of drinks to stay hydrated as we were going to be gone all day. We also made sure we had a bit of spare change in case there was a fresh coconut to buy when we were in the tropics or the ice cream boat when we were in the Kootenays. It is the coolest thing ever. Kind of like the ice cream truck, but on water. We could have used a Sherpa with all the stuff we schlepped to the beach. Let's not forget there's also the sunscreen, the towels, the boogie boards, and bocce balls. You name it, we took it. Sometimes I festered at the idea of playing in the sand when I could be lounging, reading a good book, having a rum punch, but that would be short-lived. And I would say to myself, 
South, go get some sand in your popo and play with your son. I don't regret a minute of it. How could I? Regret playing with my son in the warm sand while he made a bit of a feeble attempt to stay shaded? <laughs> How could I regret experience life again through a child's eye and the imagination that shines through it? How on earth could I ever regret creating memories which no one can ever take away? And then an interesting thing happened. It became a habit. It became so normal and I became so accustomed to playing at the beach with Nicholas that the first time I went on a beach vacation without him, which was last year, <laughs> I didn't know what to do with myself. We went to the Barbados, to the Crane Beach, for the first time ever without Nicholas. Such a spectacular setting. Feels like our second home. The aquamarine water just envelops all the cliff jumpers and the not so gentle waves keep those boogie boarders busy. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. I still remember the day that Nicholas took a jump off that cliff. I was actually okay with it. You see he was jumping off that cliff with a seasoned veteran of cliff jumping and one of Boston's finest firemen. Actually maybe I wasn't okay with it. Now that I'm actually saying it out loud. Yikes. What was I thinking? <laughs> Back to the beach and its gentle breeze as we take in the last few moments of those rays. The pink sand is begging, begging for all the little children to build a castle of their dreams. As I gaze around to see what all the kiddies are up to, I'm saddened. All I can see are the parents reading books while their bored child is gazing mindlessly into their electronics devices at the beach. Weapons of mass distraction is what these are. I am internally outraged, shocked, and quite dismayed. Nothing can replace the physical act of doing, playing, and laughing. I can just hear it now. So what did you do on vacation? Oh, it was the worst vacation ever. I kept getting sand in my phone. Okay, so now I'm laughing and thinking how to diplomatically or subliminally encourage these parents to interact with their child. Turns out I didn't need to. My good friend Marge. <laughs> My good friend Marge asked me very loud and clear out of the blue. Hey, Lady Di, where's that kid you promised to build a sandcastle with? George, where's George? Has he laughed? Oh, as if in unison, like Stepford Wives, every single mother within hearing distance has their vision focused and interest peaked at this proclamation by Marge. One mother breaks the pregnant pause and pipes in, here, take mine. The whole beach rolls with laughter and a few bodies are seen making a move towards the waves with their little ones. I had been walking on the beach earlier and met George along the way. He was very curious about the sand crabs, how they magically appeared and disappeared with the waves in the presence of us humans. 
So after talking his ear off with my learned knowledge from Nicholas, we parted ways with the promise of meeting later for some sandcastle action. So here I'd recruited somebody to play with me. <laughs> Marge, who uh, is definitely a no-nonsense kind of gal, whose confidence actually exudes out of her pores, all encompassed in this tiny petite frame and her gorgeous Mediterranean hue. I swear I've never seen her have a sunburn ever. She continues to make inquiries about George. My eyes are searching the beach, but Marge takes it one step further. She goes from umbrella to umbrella, asking all the moms if they have a son named George. George was going to build a sandcastle with Diane. Under the last blue umbrella, she makes one last inquiry. Are you the George that was going to build a sandcastle? No, I'm not George. Well, then Marge says, do you want to be? Not real George, in a very quiet voice, in his cute little green sun shirt and board shorts, timidly says, yes. It was at that same moment I spotted the real George. As I turned back to the not real George, his mother was hastily directing him forward. Get away from those women. Let's go play in the sand. <laughs> oh, so fun. An involuntary smile overtook my emotions. Was it happiness, pride, tears of joy? Regardless, my subliminal message and Marge's not-so-subliminal message was well-received. As I motioned to abandon my observations and meet up with the real George, who was playing in the coconut groves behind the beach, I saw two heads pop up instead of one. Real George had found a new friend to play with. They had lightsabers. They proceeded to have a duel on the beach for the end of the universe. How fantastic. On his last day of vacation, George had found a friend and this dueling duo were fully entrenched on the beach. Not real George was now playing on the ocean with his mother. And then I noticed a slight shift. Could it really be the power of suggestion? The family of five, whose three sons were earlier entrenched on their devices, had picked up a little beach football game. Other teenagers then joined in, a few more boogie boards hit the water, and a group of old-timers, which had been going to the Crane Resort forever and ever, started a game of bocce ball on the beach. I love it when Monkey See Monkey Do works its magic. I never did get to build that sandcastle with George but I did get to see him have a wonderful time on his last day of vacation. It's so important to be present, be in the moment and play with your children. I believe Nicholas and I developed a closer bond, a closer trust by me simply playing and paying attention. Well past his younger days, we always made time for each other. There is an ocean's worth of opportunity to nurture, coach, and inspire a child during playtime. As the years moved on, there were many castles in our future, which slowly dissolved or perhaps evolved into seashells. As we dipped our toes into the ocean and discovered the magic that lay beneath the surface, a whole new world opened up. 
the beach is not only sand. There is an entire ecosystem to discover and uncover. There is the power of the waves, which we would embrace as they ebb and flow. And sometimes tossed me real good. <laughs> sometimes mommy does need a vacation. A swim in the ocean or a swim in a pool. A walk on the beach or a walk in the park. A coffee with friends or a coffee in Costa Rica. It's okay to have a mini break, but if you have high hopes of laying on the beach and reading a novel while sipping on rum punch while leaving your child to create a masterpiece in the sand all on their own, you may need to buy a hairdryer. Children are amazing and so awe-inspiring. They drink in their surroundings and the wonder of nature, exploring and discovering the world around them. You will be rewarded tenfold if you don't expect to lay on the beach and ignore your children. If you expect instead to put up the umbrella, dig into the sand with a little extra in your popo, you will have the time of your life. You'll discover quickly that you have just uncovered the fountain of youth. The secret to staying young is to have the perfect cover for acting like a kid again and no one's the wiser. An amazing thing happens to you in your imagination, or at least all of these things did for me. It was reignited. You will become not only an expert in the art of building sand castles and the required drainage to water ratio for the moat, you will become rejuvenated and thrive. You will glow with pride, not to mention all those excellent selfie opportunities. You can take all the pictures you want at the beach and leave only footprints behind. We let our technology serve us and not let it invade our precious beach time. After all, the only surfing you should do on the beach is on the waves. Please subscribe and consider leaving a gracious review. If you would like to support the show, please visit flourish.mom, that's .mom, website, and click on the Patreon link and join the community. Together, we will reach a global community with a common goal in nurturing, coaching, and inspiring the children we love at any age to let their genius flourish. We are all born with a gift. We are all born with purpose. Life's journey is to hone and develop that gift as purpose changes within. Great minds have purpose. Little minds have wishes. Washington Irving. I like that quote. Thank you, Nicholas, for the music for the show. Absolutely adore it. Well, my friends, live well, and thanks for listening.